Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 241, What is My Sphere of Influence? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. Guys, this week I want to talk to you about something that's so important for your business. It's the lifeblood. It's what helps it grow. It's where you're going to find the best results for the least amount of time. It's how you remove the struggle. It's everything about your business. We're going to go through the ins and outs of sphere of influence and how to work it properly in today's episode. So let's get started. Often in real estate, you hear people talk about your SOI or your sphere of influence. This is the group of people that you've accumulated in life that know, like, and trust you already. These are the people that when you call, they say, hey, Sean, what's going on? And they know a little bit about you. How's school? How's your mom? How's things going? The sphere of influence is important in every single business. Say you guys, you guys listen to my podcast, your subscribers, you're within my sphere of influence, right? What do I have for influence on you? Well, I write this podcast and we listen together. So therefore you're in my sphere of influence. And if you aren't already, pound that subscribe button for me. Let's get you here in this podcast episode week after week. That way you can grow your business. In this sphere, you got to remember that no like and trust is important because if people understand who you are and they know, like, and trust you, then naturally they're going to want to do business with you. That's why we have CRM, which is Client Relationship Management Software. Top producing agents always add their entire sphere of influence into their CRM as quickly as possible getting into the business, and then they maintain it religiously. They don't just put things in every once in a while. They put in every note. They put in every birthday. They put in all the kids' information. They put in the pets' names. They put in everything. The CRM system then remembers absolutely everything about the person that you put in, so that way when it's time to talk to these people that know, like, and trust you, you can continue to develop that trust relationship and the knowing and liking. Let's face it. We all want to talk about ourselves. We all want to talk about what we've done, what we've accomplished, where we're headed, things like that. But the truth is... People like to talk about themselves. So when working with your sphere of influence, the reason they know, like, and trust you is because you've dropped your guard, you're not showing off, and you're just being yourself in front of them. Work on being yourself when working in your sphere of influence. Trying to attract people into your sphere of influence that could never be that person. They would never get along with you. They don't really, say, commingle with you outside of work activities. That's probably not the right person. We really want to think to ourselves, how do I take this and focus it in to make sure my results happen and make sure my efforts are not going everywhere? When thinking about who's in your sphere of influence, take time to really break it down. The average person should end up with the names and contact information for around 150 to 300 people. I know nowadays with the internet, people get confused of who's in their sphere of influence. You might even be saying to yourself, well, I have 2,000 Facebook friends. But when's the last time you had any quality interaction with probably the better part of 1,800 plus of them? And then you'll notice you've already narrowed down to somewhere in the 150 to 300 range, right? Because these are the actual people like your mom, like your aunt, like your dentist, like your doctor, like the guy who rings you up for groceries at the store every week person who cuts your hair, and everyone else involved in your life. Your sphere does not directly have to just be mom and dad. It can be the guy that mows the lawn. It could be the plow guy. It could be your favorite mortgage broker. It could be somebody that's a dentist, a doctor, and everyone else. 
by creating a well-rounded sphere, hence the name sphere, we're going to have more exposure because think about this, right? If we have more people that know, like, and trust us, and we continue to tell them the message of us being involved in real estate, they're going to inherently end up sending us future contacts that become clients. That's why it's so important to focus on the sphere. It's crazy to me nowadays, say Zillow Leads or OpCity or Realtor.com or Real Geeks or any of these other pay lead sources. There's nothing wrong with them, but it's surprising to me that agents don't see any problem spending multiple hundreds, if not thousands at all, is to generate one single individual lead that might run into one transaction when you tell them, hey, have you focused on your sphere of influence? And they've done nothing. Let's say you spent somewhere around $40 a year on everyone in your sphere of influence. So this would be enough money that you could take a person to lunch or you could take them to breakfast. You could take them out to coffee, maybe send them a gift card. You could do a couple mailers. You could do definitely do your email and all the other things like phone calls. $40 times 300 is 12,000, right? So 300 equals 12,000. Now, if you can't get two good leads out of your 300 people, you're really at a struggle. The truth is you should be able to get somewhere around 15 to say as many as 45 plus leads from this same group. If we were to take 15 and we would just ease the math, say it was 15,000 we spent on our sphere, that is $1,000 a lead, right? Good, bad, in between, depends on who you are. But for a lot of real estate agents, it's actually not a terrible number. And they're going to stand to gain 15 times, let's say it was 10,000 for the normal gross commissions earned. Let's do 15 times that's 150 minus the 15 grand we paid to meet them. So we're really looking at 135 in gross commissions earned that quickly, guys. So don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have and learn to grow that. Stop trying to reel in every big fish that goes by you on the internet sea. Stop trying to be the socialpreneur that's always trying to meet new people and stop thinking, how do I add more people that are just like my sphere of influence so that way when they get here, they're happy about being here and I didn't just catch them in a big net that I'm swiping around the internet and hoping to convert people to real sales. Your sphere of influence will always take care of you. They'll always stand behind you. They're the people who will give you the referrals. They're the people who will follow you and share your socials. They're the people who will really move the needle when it comes to your business. Guys, I hope this helps you. I hope this helps you understand right away how important if you have not put your sphere of influence into your CRM, that is. And if you're not using your CRM that's provided by your company, shame on you. Guys, why choose a brokerage if you're not going to use the tools? Use the tools your brokerage got you. Ask your broker questions. Get involved in the training. One of the things I noticed about most real estate agents is they say, oh, I don't have enough training or I don't have the resources. They go buy more when they have training and resources right in front of them, right at their brokerage. And if your brokerage doesn't have the resources you needed, reach out to us over here at Movementum Realty. We're always hiring both new and existing agents. Thanks so much for listening to this this week. Make sure to jump on our YouTube. It's brand new this week. Thursday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to be going live, so I'm really excited about that. Real Facts on Real Estate is really blowing up lately, so now we have the podcast, the YouTube, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Facebook group, and so much more. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking to you next week.